This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright future for all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The House is voting on the Farm Worker Modernization Act tonight. The bill would streamline the H-2A application process while reforming the process of setting minimum wage rates. Democratic Chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Dick Durbin, says a comprehensive bill in the upper chamber is likely difficult to achieve. I'm reaching out on the Republican side. Uh, many of them have said they are focused on the southern border, and I think that has to be part of the conversation. Republican ranking member Chuck Grassley says there would have to be some concessions made. If we could get it up all by itself and it didn't include citizenship, and if it didn't include, and if it included things to secure the border, think it'd be very easy. But I don't, I think in all the immigration bills coming up in the House this week, I don't think they're doing anything to secure the border. The House bill is co-sponsored by California Democratic Representative Zoe Lofgren and Washington State Republican Dan Newhouse. Some major ag groups have backed the bill, including the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, the National Milk Producers Federation, National Farmers Union, and the Western Growers Association. The American Farm Bureau Federation has declined to support it, arguing that a provision would make farms vulnerable to lawsuits by H-2A workers. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Hey, don't forget to join us for the 5th Annual AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit next Monday through Wednesday. You can still register at agripulse.com. Corn export sales to China are showing evidence of strong demand. USDA officials announced today a sale of 1.15 million metric tons of U.S. corn is headed there. U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Ryan Legrand tells AgriPulse today's announcement puts Chinese purchases of U.S. corn close to 20 million metric tons for the current marketing year. He says this is further evidence demand for corn in China is extremely robust. The sale is the first large daily announcement for corn in over a month. The last one occurred on January 29th when USDA announced the largest ever daily export sale of U.S. corn to China. Read more of Bill Thompson's story at agripulse.com. One of the nation's largest non-academic youth education and conference facilities is for sale. It's the National 4-H Conference Center located in Chevy Chase, Maryland, 10 miles outside of D.C. National 4-H Council President and CEO Jennifer Sarangelo says it's a COVID-driven decision. She says the council previously had plans to further develop the facility, but it's been closed since March 22nd of last year due to the pandemic. It's not expected to reopen to youth groups and guests in 2021 due to local government restrictions on group gatherings and broader travel restrictions. Global guests made up roughly 80% of the location's traffic. The remaining 20% were National 4-H Council-hosted meetings and events attended by approximately 2,500 4-H youth each year. Sarah Wyatt has more on this story at agripulse.com. Rural Americans in 11 states could see improvements to electric infrastructure soon. The Department of Agriculture today announced a loan package worth $598 million to help some 460,000 rural residents and businesses. USDA officials say several of the loans will help expand smart grid technologies, 
which can be used as a catalyst for broadband and other telecommunication services in unserved and underserved rural areas. States receiving funding include Arizona, Kentucky, Maine, Minnesota, Missouri, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, and Virginia. Two D.C.-based restaurants owned by National Farmers Union Enterprises are donating $50,000 to provide around 5,000 meals to National Guard troops on duty in the nation's capital. Quote, as farmers, one of the best ways we know how to thank these brave individuals for their sacrifice is with food, says NFU President Rob LaRue. The first delivery of lunch and dinner meals was made this morning to the D.C. Armory, where they will be distributed to National Guard troops. Several more deliveries will be made over the next four weeks. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully. 